0: Hello and welcome to the Enchant Escapes podcast. This is episode number 20. I'm your host and travel planner, Ben Yonke. Well, we did it, folks. We're here. We've arrived. The 50th anniversary celebration is going on in Walt Disney World. We had some hiccups on day one. October 1st did not go as smooth, but of course, op- October 1st, opening day in 1971, did not go perfectly smooth either. This was the highest capacity crowd we've had in Walt Disney World since the pandemic began. And due to that, we had systems crash that uh, really weren't uh, tested and ready for that size of crowd. The Wi-Fi crashed. The mobile order crashed. It was a little chaotic. The biggest news, of course, coming out of this was mobile order. Mobile order got so far behind at one point in time that they were hours. Hours. I was hearing up to four hours behind filling orders for food that day. So... What did they do? Well, they turned the system off and restarted it because they decided they don't know who's uh who's still waiting for food and who's not. So the easiest way to do that is let's dump the system. So they dump the system, dump everybody out, turn it back on, mobile order starts back up, and guess what happens? Everybody who was waiting for food is still waiting for food. They all put their orders right back in causing the system to crash again and be forever behind. So for the first time since mobile order began, I actually saw people pulling out pens and paper and writing down orders behind the counter on actual paper. <sighs> but we got through it. We uh, we opened the 50th celebration has begun. Harmonious at Epcot has debuted, Disney's Enchantment has debuted. Reviews have been mixed on the new shows, but whether you like it or not, they're going to be changing and adapting the shows as they respond to people's comments on the shows. So please, if you go to Disney World in the next few weeks, let them know what you like about the shows, let them know what you don't like about the shows. They made a giant investment in these productions and they're going to last for a while. So let's try to um Help them out on finding the right balance. The biggest news as far as shows was concerned came from the Animal Kingdom and the Disney Kites show that happens in the amphitheater there. Uh, uh, At the time of recording this, we're four days into it, and they have not had a good performance yet. Uh, They've had jet skis topple over, kites stuck in trees, go figure that a tree would eat a kite. They had a kite crash into the stands. It's been a uh, it's been a wild ride. Um, as they say, uh, <laughs> there's no such thing as bad press. So actually, the crowds for this have been growing <laughs> over the last few days. It is it is hard to get a seat in the kite show now at Animal Kingdom. People want to see <laughs> what what happens next. Uh, so yeah. Well, we've been off to a rocky start, but in true Disney fashion, the kinks will be worked out soon, The shows will be polished, and we'll have a uh, a Disney park that we can be proud of. Well, folks, whether you're coming out for the 50th or not, there's a lot to talk about with Disney going on. There's lots of shows happening. There's all this news that's occurred. So let's jump right into it with my conversation with Katie. How'd you uh, how you come to uh, Stacy and Enchanted Escapes?
1: I was just uh, interested in doing. Um, I always love talking about Disney, okay, and the planning, I and mean, like I always give advice to friends, and so I was just like, maybe I could have this as like a fun little side job to do, and um, I just did some research and stumbled across Stacy, and I was like, this looks like a really fun, not too. Um, I don't know the exact word to say. It wasn't as like it was all strictly, okay. like it was more of a relaxed atmosphere. And she's really helpful. She's been always open whenever I have questions, especially when I first started. And even now when I have questions, she's always the first person who I go to. And I have no hesitations whatsoever to get in touch with her.
0: And how long have you been with Enchanted Escapes?
1: About probably five years. Close to five years. Okay. okay, good. Yeah.
0: So then were you always did you always have a love for Disney? Did you travel there as a child? Where where did this come from?
1: I have been very fortunate. Um I my very first trip was when I was probably about sixteen months old. Don't remember too much except from what Yeah I've seen in the videos. Well if you
0: remembered any of it, then we'd have a much longer conversation.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, so I was very lucky that I got to go pretty much, if not every year, every other year. I remember when there was only three parks, right? And I actually went on a Disney cruise before there was a Disney cruise line, like in the like the late 1980s. Are we talking
0: the big red boat? Are we talking? Yes,
1: the big red boat. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. I was, I don't remember much about it except for the pictures, but I remember, um, oh, just from what I remember, it's like from like the pictures and everything, but I do remember having a lot of fun. Well,
0: the big red boats were a great stepping stone for Disney as they yes. moved into the cruise line, you know, to dip their yes. waters into that and to try mm-hmm. to license their material out to them and let them kind of see how they could use it and what they could do. And, you know, we wouldn't have the Disney Cruise Line today if it wasn't for those big red boats.
1: Right. And yeah. there was only two of us at that time, two, uh, me and my older sister, and then a third one came along. And she actually works for Disney. She oh, okay. She works at Disney Worlds. So I go down quite often. I go at least twice a year to go see her and hang out with her. And when she's able to get time off, the place that we go to is Disneyland because a oh, lot be, of cast yes. members, I guess, go, yeah.
0: Yes, they, they, so they, tr- they swap coasts all the time, yes, to get to yes. another, the other park, yes.
1: So I've been very lucky that I've gotten to experience both Disneyland and Disney World. And so I do have, like, there's some aspects of Disneyland that I like a little bit more yeah. than Disney World. Like, I love It's a Small World over there with the little characters in it. Mm-hmm um the haunted mansion is amazing over there especially when they do the nightmare before christmas overlay yes my mother who has never seen the nightmare before christmas um she absolutely loved it and was like ready to go right back on it when we got off
0: well and disneyland has that has that freedom as the neighborhood park um mm -hmm. so they do have that ability and even with you know space mountain when they turn it into the uh uh the the i can't remember the The name hyperspace the hyperspace yeah hyperspace mountain when they do that overlay you Mm -hmm. know they have that freedom and magic kingdom or disney world has never felt that free to be able to make those Mm -hmm. drastic changes to their rides because when they get people who go to disney world as a once in a lifetime or once every five to ten year trip they want to ride Space Mountain as they know Space Mountain. They want to ride Haunted Mansion right. as they know Haunted Mansion. Uh, right. And and that is a that is a key thing that I love about Disneyland that they do feel like they can kind of play with stuff and try stuff out and be more creative and inventive on their on their systems and their rides because mm-hmm. it is really catering to the same Southern California crowd a lot of the year. Right. And I do try to encourage. You know, my clients who have been to Disney World numerous times and haven't been to Disneyland, well, let's go to Disneyland and let's try to hit it, right. you know, at this time of the year when you're going to get to see this overlay. Let's go, you know, the Halloween to Christmas period when you're going to see that, yeah, the Haunted Mansion with the Nightmare mm-hmm. l- overlay. You know, all, all those things that you could do that are, you know, they're a little nice change, a little something different right. from the normal, which, of course, right now we've got a ton of different from the normal going on at Walt Disney World because of the 50th. But right, that's fairly abnormal right? Disney World. And
1: I have um, friends who have kids who are really into Marvel. And they say, what should I go to? And I always say, well, if you were wanting to meet the characters, you have to go to California because they have them. And now they have that whole new Avengers campus that looks really cool. My nephew is absolutely in love with um, Spider-Man. Sure. He's three years old. Sure. And he's we've shown him the clips of that little action pack show that they do before he comes to like, where you get your picture taken with uh-huh, him. Uh-huh. And he's just, he just stands there and just like, like he's amazed by it. Isn't and he's it like all. ready sure. to go. He's like, I want to go there. My niece wants to go to Disneyland because she loves Aurora. And so she wants to be able to go Yes, to the castle. Yes. And that's pretty purely the only reason why she wants to go is so that she can say that she's been in her princess's castle.
0: I'm I'm assuming you know the rule of the Mississippi, which is why Avengers yes. Campus is on the right. West Coast, not the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm I actually did
1: the, the Keys to the Kingdom tour, and that's where I learned about. that. Oh,
0: and that's where you learned about that. Yeah. that that's amazing <laughs> that they would talk about that on the Keys to the Kingdom tour. That that's wonderful. I'm actually going to be in uh, Universal. Actually, probably about the I think I'm there the week this show comes out. Uh, I'll be in Universal, and one of the things that I am going to do personally because you know i'm a nerd for all this stuff is i there's that great mural in universe in islands of adventure in the in the comic book land there that i want to go and i want to take a picture of all the characters uh mm-hmm. that are featured on that mural because before I mean, they're that, taken well well that's the basis i mean you know they any character that is not currently in islands of adventure currently on property in an image can appear in a disney park east of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to start sitting there looking at that going, okay, what are our options? What do we have available? Right. What can we use? What can't we use? Is, you know, we've had a lot of talk about a Wakanda land coming to Animal Kingdom where where Dinoland USA currently is. Is that being mm-hmm. part of the redo there? You know, is I've that...
1: i also heard Zootopia. And Zootopia. Zootopia
0: there. has also been discussed. Yes, for there as well. And I, you know, either of them or both of them would be great additions. Uh, mm-hmm. I do believe Black Panther appears in that mural, uh, so that would not be a possibility unless they bought the rights right. from Universal to do that. Um, so, you know, I, I want to look at that mural. I want to see what the options are. I want to see what the future could hold for Disney and do my own little speculation and guessing game mm-hmm. uh, as we go forward.
1: I have to admit that I have never been to Universal Studios in Orlando. Oh, my I've goodness. I've been to Hollywood.
0: Oh, you're missing I've been out. Hollywood. Oh well we never
1: that. really never had the desire. My my sister who is the cast member she studied abroad in London and she got to do like the Harry Potter yeah. section over there. So yeah. she has no desire to actually go to Universal to go see <laughs> it because in her words I've been to the real one. Well <laughs> so in, I don't think that's to. true.
0: And and in my mind, um I do love the rides that are at Universal. I do love uh, the parks themselves both east coast and west coast but there there is something very very special in, to me i like movies i like behind the scenes i like the idea of production of course that's what i work in also uh mm-hmm. so i i very much enjoy the la uh the west coast for that backlot tour that they have there i've
1: been on that one yeah. i've been to that one
0: and so, and, that and for that amazing. reason, yeah, California will always have a little notch above for me for yeah. on Universal, just for that reason. Uh, but with yeah. with especially with Epic Universe coming to uh, Orlando uh, here in the next few years, they broken ground, construction started. We're going to have our our third or fourth park, depending on how you look mm-hmm. at it. Do you include the water parks as a park? Uh, you know, we don't really at Disney. We say they're add ons. We say Disney World right. is four parks. Um, universal tends to like to say there's three parks there's islands of adventure universe studios and then volcano bay uh, so mm-hmm. i do enjoy that they include their water parks in their, yeah. in their in their list of features and parks and disney kind of just goes well they're add-ons they're extras and it's just a different mm-hmm. approach um i i also do love uh the the way universal studios has been trolling uh disney on twitter these last few years especially during yeah. covid uh that, that's been funny, quite fun yeah. to watch
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so we got to get you down there. We got to, you know, got to experience it.
1: Oh, maybe someday. <laughs>
0: maybe someday.
1: Maybe someday.
0: Well, good. So but I
1: did like, oh, go, no, please go ahead. But I did like um, at Universal in Hollywood, my, my vivid memory, it was so cold when we went there and it was spring break. So we were all thinking it's going to be California, it's sunny, it's warm, everything, and I only had one sweatshirt, and it was one that I bought at Disneyland, and it's for the it was for Disneyland's fiftieth, and it was like completely said Disneyland right across it, and here I am wearing it at Universal Studios, yeah, yeah. I didn't have it, and th- like they kind of trolled me before it was trolling. They're like, <laughs> "Oh, you're wearing the wrong park," <laughs> so but. I, we had great memories from it we loved the original jurassic park ride that they had there although we were kind of nervous about going on it because it was so cold and it was a water ride so we actually stood there and we watched people coming off thinking oh they're going to be drenched and it turned out that if you only if you were in the front row yeah. where you drenched you'd it, be so just like,
0: in the right row yes for the yes. river adventure to i get mean
1: we ended up writing it twice so my mom could enjoy it the second time because she was <laughs> completely worried that she was going to get soaked. Well, I'm actually going to be down in Florida uh, two weeks from Sunday, so I'll be down there on the 17th. So I'm actually looking forward to getting to see the 50th stuff going you, on. Uh, Are you um, staying
0: just at Disney? We're not doing any Universal, right? We've, we've... no, no, okay, my, just Disney. Um,
1: Yes, we're just we we're kind of a strictly a Disney family just because that's that's pretty much all that we grew up with. I mean, we like okay. the universal movies and stuff such, but theme park wise, it, we've always just kind of it's either been Disney and since I live in San Antonio or SeaWorld of San Antonio, yes, so that's, yes. we we used to do Six Flags, but then we kind of I haven't been to Six Flags Fiesta Texas here in San Antonio in over 20 years. Yeah, just because the last time it was just we went during the summer and it was so hot. And we're like, it's just it doesn't have that Disney quality.
0: Correct. And once you go Disney, you can't go back. Right. Right. I understand. Same
1: thing with um, cruises. Like, I've been on an actual Disney cruise also. And I don't ever really want to go on another cruise (laughs) after having that experience. Yeah. And I'm ready to go back on a cruise. But it's like with everything going on now, like we're we're still kind of hesitant to go on it. And seeing some of the pictures from Universal with how they, like Disney, I felt, I've been to Disney twice since the pandemic started. Right. And never once did I not feel safe down right. there. Like they, I don't know how much money they spent on the social distancing markers and making sure that, Every guest felt safe. My mom, who was kind of in a high risk, also okay. um, she still went and she felt safe. But really? if there were times where she thought it was a little crowded, they would move to another area. And had it not been anybody but Disney, I don't think she would have ever ventured to out among like the crowds. Like because I've seen some of the pictures from Universal. Not saying that they don't care about their guests, but it didn't, It also seemed like they weren't as um, strict with the, the social distancing as Disney was.
0: See, it's interesting you say that because it, it really, for me, depended on the day you went or the week mm-hmm. you went and what the policies were for that week. Uh, when we were there at, at the height of the pandemic, it was, um, let's see, it was October of 2020. Uh, I found just the opposite. I found Universal was more strict than Disney was. Oh,
1: really? And
0: I, I was quite shocked at how relaxed Disney seemed to be about it while we were there. And But, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's just it. Policies change day by day. My biggest right. example of that was at Disney, yes, there were social marker, markers on the ground for distancing, but there was nobody enforcing it. There was nobody policing it. There was nobody checking it. But at the same time, when we went over to Universal... They were walking the lines. They had they had on the on the zigzag lines. They had every other, every other that of the of the, the zigzags. You know, every other one was yeah. was filled with guests, and the other one was filled with them, so they could walk the line and police it. And if oh, you weren't on your marker, wow. they moved you back. If they had to tell you twice, they kicked you out of the line.
1: So oh, wow. it
0: it really felt like a day by day occasion uh, occurrence of what how strict they were going to be. And I'm sure a lot of that had to deal mm-hmm. with patron complaints and everything else they would get. They've get a, you know, everybody gets a rash of complaints that they're being, being too strict. Then they're going to relax mm-hmm. and they get a complaints. They're not relaxed. they relax relaxed too much. Then they're going to be strict again. Uh, it's and like you
1: said, you can't win and you can't, you, you, you can't, can't win. win right.
0: You can't win. So trying to find the balance of where that middle ground is. Is really been key, and and I think we've gotten to the point now where Universal Universal has made their choices, and Disney has made theirs, mm-hmm. and this is how we're going to operate. And and you're right, I'm right. I'm headed down. Uh, I'll be I'll be actually by the time you arrive, I'll be already in Universal. I'll have done my Disney trip by that point, mm-hmm. and uh, but I feel completely safe going. The only part I don't feel right. safe about is the plane, because uh, it's the one thing that I I can't rely on disney to control right Uh, i I trust disney completely i trust that they're going to make the right decisions i trust that uh that within the decisions they make i can find my comfortable spot as well uh that we're in and uh be completely safe inside the bubble Mm -hmm. so i have to ask so where are you staying where 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 are you going this time
1: well um my parents are vacation club members they've been they've actually been vacation club members before so we were in the original group so oh my goodness well, you got lucky yeah so <laughs> um pretty much growing up we stayed the first few trips we stayed we stayed at the tree houses when they were just oh the tree my houses. goodness
0: in Saratoga and yes oh and that's now that's so, a dream yeah yeah
1: so that's where we stayed the first four or five visits okay. and then in 1992 my parents decided to buy into the vacation club. So we have stayed at old key West resort when it was actually known as the Disney vacation club. Yeah. So we remember seeing them on the buses, it says Disney vacation club and it took us a while. We're like, Oh, old key West, that's us. So we're, I'm staying there this time. Okay. But I've stayed in multiple places. I've stayed at, um, grand Floridian yeah. Which I love. I haven't yeah. stayed at the Disney Vacation Club portion because it wasn't open when I stayed there. Sure.
0: The new tower. Sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I've stayed at Saratoga. That was actually the very first non-Disney vac or uh, Old Key West that I had stayed at when after we stayed there. Yeah. We're at my Saratoga
0: parents... on this trip.
1: Mm-hmm. My, my mom was real hesitant about staying anywhere else but Old Key West. Growing up it was always, no, we're staying at Old Key West, because that's what we know and that's what we like. Yeah. And now that she now that we're older, she's actually opened up to staying at more at more options. We've stayed at the Grand, we stayed at Saratoga. Um, we've stayed at Animal Kingdom twice, which was amazing. We had a Savannah View last year. Oh, that's that was so the wonderful. first time that we that was the first time we ever had that. And my my sister and I had our own room. We were in a two bedroom suite Mm -hmm. and our our parents were in their own room and every night and every morning, the last, the first and the last thing we saw were we had uh, giraffes and zebras out there. And what was amazing was that there was a baby zebra. And so we, like all of us kind of grew really attached to this little zebra family. We were like, we don't know the name, but we're gonna name you. I can't even remember what sure. we named him. Sure. <laughs> but we're like, oh look, there's the baby, there's little such and such. And it was just amazing to like have a gorgeous like sunset and sunrise, like actually pretending that you're on the savannah. Yeah. And so, and then I actually have another trip planned in February. And we're staying at Wilderness Lodge at the oh, Boulder okay. Creek. Wonderful. Boulder Ridge. Yes. Yeah. So yes we're looking forward to that. And it's like the best way to cure a Disney blues is already have your next trip planned before you even go. (laughs) That
0: is true. And you mentioned always staying at old key West. There is something there. There's something special when families have a resort that is home to them. Mm -hmm. And Disney vacation club uh, very much encourages that of, of having your home resort be, and feel like your home away from home—that it really is right. your place, even though we all know you share that room with thousands of other people throughout the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but,
1: but, for that, that week, but for that
0: week, it's yours. And it is your own little piece of Disney property that you mm-hmm. are living in and experiencing. And yeah, uh, the, the 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 settlement welcome home is is definitely felt when you're there, and of course said mm-hmm. to you a lot. Um, I find it interesting to talk to families who go who go often and who have a favorite resort that they always stay at. And you begin to ask them, you know, you know, why, why, why pick here? Why, when there are other better options available or different options. Mm -hmm. And most times it's because like, that's where we went first. That's where our hearts Mm -hmm. fell in love with. Why would we want to try anywhere else? We know that this place is great. We know that this is perfect. And so to have something that really speaks to your heart, I, I'm doing, Similar to what you're doing now, which is trying out as many of the resorts as humanly possible uh, whenever I can convince my family that we're going to stay somewhere else uh, other mm-hmm. than their personal favorites. Right. Yes.
1: It's always fun to try new things. But And it's funny because for probably two or three years straight, we stayed at different resorts. And we had gone to um, Old Key West to pick up something, I think maybe have dinner at Olivia's. And the moment that I stepped out and looked around, I was like, okay, I want to stay here the next time. Yeah. Because it felt, I was like, okay, I'm ready to come home. Yeah. Kind of.
0: Yeah. Well, Katie, it was a pleasure having you on tonight.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no, thanks for being
0: here. It was great.
1: No problem.
0: Well, thanks, Katie, for coming on the show. And thank you, listeners, for listening. If you have any questions or comments for myself that you'd like to be answered on the show please email me at benyunkie at enchantescapes.com. That email will also appear in our show notes. As well, if you want to get in touch with Katie, her contact information is in the show notes below as well. We would appreciate if you would share on social media that you're listening to the show. And be sure to head over into iTunes and give us a rating as well. It really does go a long way into helping the show grow our audience. As well, head on over to Facebook and like our page on Travel. There you can find ways to get in touch with anybody on our team of travel professionals. We're all here to help you plan your next magical experience wherever you may be traveling. And don't forget, our services are completely free to use. I hope everyone listening gets a chance to make it out to Walt Disney World over the next 18 months and celebrate the 50th anniversary of the parks. But wherever you are and wherever you're listening, thank you very much. From our Enchanted Escapes family to yours... Thank you for listening, and we'll see you real soon.